Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hey everyone, welcome back to Make Money Behave. I'm your hostess, Maria Casillas, and I'm so glad that you decided to join me on this fine day, July 28th. Can you believe we are already at the end of another month? It's just unbelievable to me. Um, I hope that you are not just surviving 2020. I hope that you are thriving in 2020. And I'll tell you what, I have talked to some amazing people over the last few months who really on one hand, they were kind of like, you know, feeling a little bit guilty because so many people around them were like, ah, this 2020 thing just needs to end. When will it end? And they're like, I feel a little bit guilty, Maria, because I really feel like I'm thriving in this. And I had to remind them that it's okay to feel that way. There is no need to have what I called in a, in a previous episode, thriver's guilt. It's good that you are thriving in this particular uh, unbelievable time that we seem to be going through. And make sure that you continue to pass that thrive on to other people because that is really where this whole ripple effect will take place for people. Yesterday, we celebrated 18 years of marriage. So that's kind of a cool thing at the end of July for us. And, you know, I'll tell you what, you guys, it is not easy being married to one person for over a couple decades. And at the same time, we are so, so strong and we're so much stronger together than we ever would have been individually. And wow, I mean, looking back 18 years ago, we were doe-eyed in love, you know, world at our feet, believed we could conquer anything, but who needed the conquering because really what could happen, right? Like we never think anything crazy will happen to us. And I mean, I can't even tell you some of the ups and downs that we have been through over the last 18 years, but boy, am I grateful for them. And and I really am super, super grateful for my husband and him sticking through with all of the stuff we've gone through. And it just... I think that our relationship really represents what hard work can look like and how well things can come out on the other end. So, babe, I know you don't listen to this often, <laughs> but but in case you're listening to this one, uh, hats off to you and happy belated anniversary uh, as a shout out on the Make Money Behave podcast. All right. So what I want to talk to you about today is the idea that money is not the most important thing. However, it's connected to the most important things. And I actually heard somebody else say that today on a podcast earlier, but I believe it is so important that I wanted to share it with you today. I'm going to repeat that. Money is not the most important thing, but it is connected to all the important things. And man, is that true or what? Think about, oh, and I'm going to add, I'm going to add something to that. Not only is it connected to all the important things, but the way that we spend our money, the way that we, uh, that we use our money really says a lot about what's important to us. So let's start with the first half of this. That money, while it's not the most important thing, is connected to the most important things. What are the most important things in your life? Perhaps you'd say family. Perhaps you'd say friends. Perhaps you'd say creating an impact on people. Maybe your faith is the most important thing to you. Perhaps your freedom is the most important thing to you. And as we pull back from just the ideals, if you will, I'm doing air quotes as if you can see me, things like food, shelter, transportation, travel, leisure time, fun, excitement, like all of these things. Is money not important for many of those things to actually take place? One might argue that regarding faith, you don't really need money for faith. 
And I would say that that's most likely true. Uh, But that's why I added the other half of that statement, which was where we spend our money says a lot about what is important to us. Now, I bring all of this up because I want you to understand there, there's this there's this underlying guilt that oftentimes happens when we talk about money and shame and it's almost like a taboo subject. I had heard, I don't know where I read it, but I did read or heard or something somewhere where people said that there are all of these taboo subjects including like you know your level of intimacy. I'm being careful how I say this here. People would rather talk about their intimate lives than about money because there's just this taboo feeling attached to it. And so I want you to understand that it's good to talk about this stuff. It's it's actually, it's freeing. Once you start to identify how money can have an impact on these different areas of your life and you take a step back and go, how have I been spending my money? How have I been using my money? Money is just a tool, you guys. There's nothing that is inherently good or evil about it. It is a tool that if used for good becomes a really powerful good tool. And if used for evil also can be a very powerful evil tool. So I want you to understand that you are what drives what that money is going to do. So let's stop avoiding the topic. Let's actually dig into it a little bit and and let's peel back some onion layers and say, what have you been doing? I'll give you a personal example. I noticed that when I was spent, in fact, you guys, I keep saying past tense, but I still struggle with this and I work on it on a regular basis. I don't struggle as much as I used to, but when it comes to eating out, that was one of the things that really got us into a lot of trouble probably five, 10 years ago. And there was sometimes when it was just pure laziness that I was eating out. And there were times when it was honest to goodness, just apathy, which means I had just given up and I it didn't feel like anything was going to make a difference anymore. So, you know, it was what I call apathy spending. Now, these days, I once I took a look at it, I'm like, my gosh, what am I valuing there? Am I valuing food? No, I wasn't valuing food at the time because let's get real, when you eat out, it's oftentimes not even very good food. What I was valuing at that time after I peeled back some of those layers was convenience. And and there was a there was a bit of it where it was like, yes, I was just being lazy that particular day. And so I had to find that balance between not being lazy, but still allowing myself to allow for some conveniences in there. And where does that lie? So when I say I still struggle with this today, I do not have as much guilt around that spending as I used to. What I do make sure that I do is I'm a little bit more intentional about, I know that there are certain days when I want to allow for the convenience, and then there are going to be times when I just suck it up buttercup and you know create my own meal for my family inside of my kitchen. Um, so I, wanted, I just wanted to throw that out there for you to let you know that it can be from the littlest things like that to some of the bigger things like what types of charities do we represent or do we support and why do we do that? And if you find that looking through your finances, you realize that your money is not representative of what you truly value, then it's time to make some changes to that. Because it doesn't have to be that the story is already written and that the book is closed. Quite the contrary, actually. As you continue to age and grow and learn more about yourself, it's okay to say, 
okay, well, you know, what was important to me when I was 20 is a little different than what's important to me now that I'm 40 or now that I'm 60 because I have evolved and and it's okay to say my money now needs to go to those things that are more important. And bringing it back to my husband and I, what was important or um, you know pressing for us 18 years ago was a lot different than what's important or pressing to us now. Now we have four kids, then we had none, right? So the way that we spend our money is gonna look a little bit different. And it, the same is probably true for you. However you were a year ago even, I mean, it could be 20 years ago like us, but even just last year, there have been a lot of things that have happened in the year 2020. And so whether you are thriving or surviving or barely getting by, there are things that you probably have seen a shift in priorities for you and, and values for you. So if you're finding that your current way of spending and using the money, because we're not just talking about spending on things, we're also talking about investing in opportunities. I want to just put that there for a second. If you find that that is not in alignment with where you want to be, then I give you permission to look at different ways to kind of shift that and and make those changes. If you need help with that, just give me a quick call. Uh, Actually, don't give me a call. I'll call you. Get on my calendar so that I know your phone number and then I will call you and uh, we'll just have a quick chat and see where, where those shifts need to happen and whether or not I can help you with that. The way you get on my calendar is just go to chatwithmc.com. That is chatwithmc, as in Maria Casillas, dot com, and choose the free icebreaker call, and I'll give you a quick call. It'll be fun, I promise. All right, you guys, I hope you have a great rest of your day and a great rest of your month. I look forward to chatting with you, and as always, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.